Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 12, Episode 4, titled The Ball Ball. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one socially distanced co-host. From the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say... I really want to be on the top. To Taylor... (laughs) To Taylor, the latte boy. Hello, Taylor, the latte boy. How are you? How how did you get to Florida and microphone my bedroom? I don't understand. Oh. Florida. And you're part of the problem, which we'll talk about just be- when we're talking just between us girls. All right. Um, but uh, anyway, hi, Taylor the Latte Boy. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm doing very well. Now, everyone needs to know that, A, I have to always start the show that way. But, B, um, if you are not a member of Patreon, you're going to hear a beep pretty soon. And that beep means you're missing some content, okay, where Taylor and I are going to – we're chatting about – uh, uh, let me give it some hints. We're going to talk about uh, Rock M. Sakura, about mm-hmm. which, which had nothing to do with the episode, but uh, there's some, I have some uh, tea about Rock M. Sakura. Okay. We're going to talk about how I bought possibly the last Nintendo Switch in Southern California. <clears throat> We're going to talk about, and probably robbed a child of enjoyment for the, in, the, in, <laughs> in the quarantine. And we're going to talk about, so that I could feed a cow or something. And then we're going to talk about Animal Crossing, and we're going to talk about um, how Taylor's a crazy person. So uh, okay, okay. So you're going to hear a beep, but right now we're going to talk just between us girls. All right. Go ahead, Taylor. You're, it's your. That's your. That's your. That's oh. what you say. Just between so, us girls. So just between us girls. Yeah. 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 So I, I want to hear I want to hear the story about the switch. Okay, so you know it seemed it, it seemed like at least the afterthought zeitgeist was that everybody was had a switch and was going to be playing this Animal Crossing. Like it, yeah. it was all over Discord, everybody talking about this switch. So I was like, and since I'm I'm really want to start providing content, and you should know this, Taylor, if you want to do this, uh, I want to start maybe streaming my Animal Crossing games, or, I don't know, something on on Twitch, or I don't know what. Okay. Uh, um, I'd actually thought about that, too. I have no idea how to do that, but okay. Yeah, All well, right. that's, why, that's what uh, Afterthought Genie Humble Pie is for, you know? Okay. Yeah, our own personal Wikipedia. So, uh, anyway, I was thinking maybe doing something like that, or, or maybe even if we, I could just join in the discussion about Animal Crossing. And I think you told yeah. me we're going to get into this. That people can visit my island, or I can visit other people's islands and yes. whatnot, right? Yeah. And we're going to talk about that in a second. So I was like, well, I better buy this Switch. And I thought, I didn't know there was going to be... Has there always been a shortage of Nintendo Switch is? Uh, no. It's okay. gone through phases of that. But as this game has gotten closer to release, I mm-hmm. think people that had been waiting for this... you know, It's one of the things I waited. I waited to buy a Switch mm-hmm. until about a month and a half ago when I oh, knew really? that it was getting closer to the date. Yeah. Yeah, Babalu's had one forever, but I, um, yeah. Aren't you married? I, uh, yeah, but so you have I, two switches in the house. There's two switches. Yesterday we sat on the couch, both of us with our switches, each of us taking turns watching, playing it on TV, and the other one would sit and play it on the couch next to them. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I said I'll just go on Amazon and I'll just order the switch, right? Yeah. 
they're like it, it that was like a joke it wasn't even like a possibility to do that like that wasn't right. gonna happen okay i think we lost camera on you um i think uh, i'm still here well i don't does everybody still see uh uh taylor so um so i go on uh oh, okay so i just don't see him that's fine so um let me check my internet yeah, I'm gonna go in. Okay, so um, I had just gotten a phone call right when you started to say that, so I'm wondering if something's with the Wi-Fi. But no, here, but everybody but still. Oh no, no, Drew can't see you. Anyway, we'll figure it. It usually comes back at some point. So, okay. uh, and if it's a problem, then we'll do it before we go. And this is what's so great about this between us girls is this mm-hmm. shit can happen here. Anyway, yeah. so I uh, I go on Amazon. Nothing, Taylor. Nothing. So I go. You know what? I'll just drive over. I know it's against the rules, but I'll just drive over to the local Best Buy, and which I now that I think about it, they may not even be open. Anyway, I didn't think about it. None. There's zero. None at any. You're back. There are none at any Best Buy location. Okay. There's not even anywhere in Southern California. There's no like not in 250 miles. It says there are no Nintendo Switch consoles in within 250 miles of you, and okay. I was like, okay. So then I go, you know what? Target. Right? And I know Targets are open. So I go to Target. Yeah. I go, there's a Target right by me. No, there's, and, but it says, they just said, and it doesn't tell you how many. It just says they exist. Uh, and there's like three Targets in Southern California where they exist. Okay? Right. One of them happens to be six miles from me. So I'm like, okay. all right, I'll just go there and buy it. And as you know, there was all this drama because my parents... My parents are so weird. Certain things that I think will be no-brainers, and they're like, no, you can't go out! No, don't do it! Right? And certain things I'm like, okay, here we go. Here's for a fight. Here we go. They're like, all right. Can you get us some dish soap and uh, laundry detergent and all this stuff? And I'm like, oh, all right. That was easy. So that's because you serve a purpose at that point. If it's something you just want to do by yourself, but if they figure we don't have to go in and get infected, but we'll let... We'll let we'll let the youngest one. We have an heir and a spare, no, so we'll let this one go out and get us just so. Yeah, they do have an heir and a spare. You're right, but um, but they think I'm going to bring it back to them. I, uh, look, I was already told, and you know what's so funny is now I abide to this, and we'll get to this in our next conversation. Where I came home, took off my clothes, took a shower, and um, we I hope so, right? And then uh, <laughs> it'll be make no sense if I didn't take off my clothes and then took a shower, and then uh, <laughs> but like gargled with Listerine, washed my hands a hundred times and all that. But anyway, um, I go to this Target. I took gloves, like surgical mm-hmm. gloves. That I have. Why do I have surgical gloves? I don't know. And um, when I get there, it's mildly based. I'm like, you know what? Because you know how tar- all Targets look the same, as we all know. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, the laundry detergent and all that stuff, that's right here. Right when you walk in. Let me get that stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, I go and I pick up that stuff, all the little sundries that I need. And I even cruise through those, the 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 supermarket part to see if there's any like things that we need. And then I'm done. I'm like, okay, now I'll mosey on over to the game section. And there's a line. Mm-hmm. Right? And as I get to the back of the line, the guy at the counter who's wearing a mask, thank you, Jesus, He's yelling at this woman. He's like, you cut in line. I don't know what happened. But he was like, you cut in line. There's all these people in line. And they're waiting to get the same thing you're trying to get. And he's like, you need to go to the back of the line. Like, all these people got in the back of the line. So then she's like huffing and puffing. And she gets in the back of the line behind me, even kind of tearing up. You know? Mm-hmm. 
And the entire time, I see just a stack of Nintendo Switch consoles. All right? Okay. And I'm doing the mental math. Okay? Right. And I realized, those don't add up. I'm not going to get one. But I go, I'll just stay in line. Who knows? Maybe, maybe there's more underneath. Maybe that's just all he could fit right there, right? Yeah. So then uh, line progresses. And then he runs out of Nintendo consoles. And then he gets to me. And he goes, don't tell me you're here for a Switch. Right? <laughs> and I go, I'm here yeah. for a Switch. And he goes, we have one left in the display case. Then go get it. And so he goes <laughs> and gets the one switch and rings me up. And the girl behind me didn't get one. And all the people, somebody called while he was ringing me up. He's like, no, I'm literally selling the last one right now. He's like, we'll get me. He's like, we might get more on the 26th of March. And then a young Asian kid runs up and he has to tell him, I just bought the last one. Oh my God. Now, I wonder mm-hmm. if the reason he did that, if this woman was standing behind you, he did that to prove a point. He did know. that to pretty much, if if you, if she, if you weren't asking for a switch, like, she, like you know, where she saw, oh. like, you know, fuck you for, for, for trying to cut in line, I'm going to sell the last one to this guy. Mm. Where if you, if you would come in to get, you know, watch batteries, he would have just said, do you want to buy a switch? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought I got one left, and I was just because what's so funny is then I had it here for a while, and I just was like, <laughs> and just doing like I didn't even open it until like around the time that Drag Race started. But I was thinking like I was even thinking like, well, yesterday I was even thinking maybe I'll go buy one tomorrow. I just thought that the switches were just abundant. I think I, that because of this game coming out, I well, think if you waited a week, quarantine, it would be it would be fine. Yeah, and, and the quarantine, everybody's trying to get something where they can. Plus, it's also the great thing about it is if you've got a family. Mm-hmm. It's not where, you know, it's not like with a PlayStation or an Xbox where it's kind of stuck with the TV. You can pretty much hand it to a kid and send him in a corner someplace, yeah. and as I do with my husband all the time. And yeah. then he's fine. He's completely satiated with, with that. But, you know, I was looking on Discord, and um, I haven't played it handheld yet. But um, mm-hmm. uh, Humble Pie in the Gamer channel on Discord, she said that there's some sort of, like, grip you can get. That looks like something I would yes. want. Do you have that? Yeah. Uh, I always keep wanting to say my husband's name, his real name. Yes. he And I, that's when I played last night handheld. I had that. And it definitely makes it more comfortable to play that way. It's similar to the, you know, the, the, the thing that, that I told you the, that you slide them in. Yeah. The Wiimotes or whatever they're called. Um, Joy-Cons. It's similar to that, but the whole thing fits in there. By so the way, it's it's a lot easier. To, it's ergonomically, I think it's it's better for you to hold it that the, way. There are all these games on sale, and I think I'm going to buy a mm-hmm. bunch of them. Um, how does the Dance Dance Revolution or whatever they have? It's on sale for like nothing. You hold you. I think you hold the Joy Cons in your hands. So when you're moving your hands in certain oh. ways, it. How much would you guys love a crowdcast of me doing? Dance Dance Revolution on the Switch. I would absolutely love to see something like that. <laughs> I think I might do it. It's okay because it's a great thing we can get some exercise. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's something where you you can. I was going to say you could have Lori over, but if you guys are all in a quarantine, oh no, she'll that, fall through. The, be... I'm on the second floor. She'll go through the roof. <laughs> It'll be like a Laurel and Hardy short or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> where your parents yeah. are sitting, your parents yeah. are sitting having breakfast one morning, and then she literally lands on the kitchen yeah. table. <laughs> and she and because he's dancing, and they, do, they don't even <laughs> they don't even stop eating. They just keep. Is Joey doing a, a podcast? <laughs> Where just Scarlet have, like, takes asbestos all over them or whatever in the house. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's and dancing Scarlet too. Scarlet takes a tumble. Have you ever seen that video? What? It's called Scarlet takes a tumble. It's a video of some girl where she's singing in her apartment, and she decides that she. Oh she's, yeah, yeah. She, she's she's a healthy girl, and she stands up on a coffee table. Yes, and yes. Falls. The first time I watched that, I was laughing so hard as my husband was coming in the door. He uh-huh. thought something was – he thought I was crying. Yeah, I think, I think it was one of the I, early viral videos, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> because there's nothing funnier than a fat person falling. <laughs> yeah. It's like – this is what I meant. It's like, uh, it's like this is going to be me. Ready? Here we go. Anyway, I didn't. I, I, when did, never got to that. Rah rah Rasputin. Okay. Any? Oh, there's a calorie burn mode. Okay, I'm buying it today. All right. So Taylor, first well, and you can also get the, the you can get the Ring Fit too. What is that? That's expensive right now. Ring Fit is it's sort of it's this it's this hoop that you get. It's almost like a um a uh, one of those hoops that you you put for sewing. Mm-hmm. But you attach the Wecon to that and a Wecon to your thigh and like on this like so with the strap that you wrap around your thigh, almost like a holster. Yeah. And then you where it's like a video game, but you're using your body to like defeat these different things where you have to like squeeze or like pull the thing apart. And oh, I it, want this. It How registers your calorie. Yeah, we have it. I've watched my husband use it once 
and it was terrifying. <laughs> so I, I would do it for that. Yeah. It, but it's yeah, it's 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 I think it's seventy dollars. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, okay, before we get to talking about um, whatever the name is, oh, Animal Crossing, which I want to hear about, is um, I went on Instagram because I forgot that I don't. I mean, I forgot that I have to run the Instagram now. So I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, I never <laughs> followed any of the season twelve girls. Okay. So I went to go follow all the season 12 girls, right? And Gigi Good, mm-hmm. follow. Crystal Method, follow. Heidi in Closet, follow. Oh, by the way, did you see the video that, um, that, uh, follow, I just burped tea, that uh, follower of the show, uh, Brie got us? Stay with Brie? No. Oh, I'll get it right now. Anyway, um, wait, can, Brie, can you post it in the, in the chat room? The link, at least? I, I can go get it, but. Anyway, I don't even know where it is. Somewhere on Discord. So anyway, um, uh, it's pinned. It's pinned. Oh, it is? Okay, thank you. Uh, Humble Pie, show genie. Okay, anyway, I go to Rock M. Sakura to go follow him. Uh-huh. He already follows us? Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Here we go. Sweet. Oh, wait, how do I? Well, hi, Rockham, if you're a Patreon subscriber. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, hold on for a second. I have to... Uh, okay, here we go. Thank you. All right. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell me... About, I'll, I'll play the Heidi video in a second. Tell me about... Let's talk about Animal Crossing while I do that. Okay. What do you want to know? Okay, okay so, so you played it a little bit. I only played it very little because I had to do the first response and then I had to go to bed. Um, and so, um, oh, I have, the, I have the video now. I can play it now. You ready? Okay. <laughs> All right. Ah. Um, how can we make me make it bigger? What's going on? Anyway, so I played it a little bit. Because it's great content. I played it a little bit, and all I've done right now is gone to sleep in my tent. <laughs> okay, so you haven't gotten very far at all. No, 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 no. I was lucky I was able to put my tent up. Okay. Oh, well, the, the, you, you might want to talk to the fine folks at Blue Chew about that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. We mm-hmm. definitely played last night for a couple of hours after mm-hmm. we watched Drag Race. And Babalu has been playing it for two hours, and I just sort of watched him. Oh, but, okay. Uh, so you haven't, you haven't played that much yet. No, I've pl- I played for probably about five or six hours so far. So, because we got it. I got home from work yesterday at one, had lunch, and immediately started playing. Oh, so, really? Yeah, and then we played right up until about I played till about six thirty, seven o'clock. We watched mm-hmm. T V for a little bit, then we watched Drag Race, then I played for a little while. And then this morning I got up late and I didn't want to get I didn't want to get so involved in it before taping the show. So I will play probably all afternoon. Yeah. Um when I we get home. But we've I we've both gotten houses now instead of tents and we we've both collected a lot of bugs and that, I know he has thing? What what fruit do you have in your in your island? Pears. Okay, he has pears. I have cherries. 
So um, we didn't get to go to any other islands or visit with anybody yet. We haven't gotten that, but he just did. He just got to that far where he was, he's going to be able to go off the island and go to just a deserted island and collect stuff there. Well, you can go off the island? Um, yeah. Yeah, no, they have – so that you can collect the other fruit because your fruit is the native fruit. <laughs> so when you go to sell it to the one raccoon, mm-hmm. it's only worth a certain amount of bells, which is like their money. It's called bells. But if you have tropical fruit, which is any other type of fruit, that sells for much higher. So you want to go and you want to get fruit and then you want to plant the fruit so that it grows trees after a couple oh of God. days. And then you're constantly picking that. Yeah. Oh, so it's it's very much game of that. And he found his first money that you can bag of money that you can plant that. And then in a couple of days, that will grow a money tree, which will grow three times as much money. But he screwed that up. A money where he, tree. He didn't. Yes, a money tree. But then I think you can take those money bags and plant those other. But I don't know. Th- that part I don't quite understand yet. But no, this is, this is not this is new. Are the graphics in this one better than the way it was when? Oh you- my god, the graphics in this are so much better than the other ones. Yeah. Oh really? So much better. I mean, I always used to play on my 3ds, and I used to play on a Wii years ago. Um, and the the graphics are so much better, and everything is much more detailed, and even things like. When you are on the island and it's a windy day, yeah, the the shadows of the clouds go across the island. Oh, so it's yes, he you're you're limited to the first like front of your island the first day, mm-hmm. but I know that he learned how to make the vaulting pole to go over the river so they didn't go to the other sections. You'll mm-hmm. understand this more when you play more. Wait, I have an and important so question because it seems like everybody screwed up the money tree. What should, what, should, what tell me about the money tree again? How how am I not going to screw okay. it up? Okay, somewhere on your island there is a little dot <laughs> on the ground mm-hmm. that is a bright light that is coming through, or like where it looks almost like a pinpoint of light. Okay. So if you dig there, once you get a shovel, there is a money tree, and the the where the um tree was is normally the hole is dark, but this hole is where it's glowing. So if I understand correct, I know you can grow a money tree, and I think what you have to do is you have to plant, put the money back in, or you have to plant the, the the bag of money back into the hole, and then after a couple of days, a tree will grow, and then a day or two after that, whereas normally the fruit would grow, it's three bags of money that are each worth a thousand oh. bells instead of one, instead and of just, just constantly grow depositing money? the money. Uh, no, it, it only, but there's every day there is a new place where where the pinpoint shows up. Oh wow! All this so involves. I don't want to screw that up. Yeah, and now, you okay. will learn. You, you learn when you're walking on the beach. Like the first day, we didn't understand why there were these little where the the sand kind of squirts every once in a while. And when you have Gulliver, the seagull mm-hmm. who washes up on shore, he needs parts for his phone to have people come and pick him up. The ship that he fell mm-hmm. off the side of. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which when you see those squirts. You have mm-hmm. to try to – if you have a shovel, you have to dig where they see the squirt and then component pieces first. But we were just doing that this morning where I was helping Babalu find the hole, which I unfortunately have to do very often. <laughs> Is that true? But I'm bumped. No, he he has no problem finding my hole. <laughs> now, tell me about the visiting part. Tell me about the visiting part. I haven't quite gotten that far yet, mm-hmm. but I know that it is where you can – you can apparently mail each other fruit, So, but you have to go into the little airport in the front of your in front of your island, mm-hmm. and you send – like I think you send postcards to people that way, and you can attach things to the postcards. Um, 
And you can also visit, you have to leave, like you have to tell people that the gate to your airport is open. So it can't be where I just randomly decide I'm going to go visit your island without you oh, knowing okay. about that, it. That you and I have to wear, right, where we, I have to know your switch number, okay. your switch ID number, mm-hmm. and then we have to be friends. I don't, I, I, and then something where you and I would talk and say, hey, all right, I'm going to go and, oh, and I'm going to open, open up, up the gate okay. and then I go to visit you or you go to visit me. We can walk around. You can't, I think you can collect fruit, but you can't do like any damage to each other's islands or or anything of that but but you can also go to what they call deserted islands where you can access materials that you need to build things back on your island for you know because you start off with a a flimsy fishing pole and a flimsy axe and a flimsy you know all these different flimsy uh butterfly net and you can eventually build stronger stronger devices as it gets as you get further in the game so if we reveal our island names people can't just necessarily just come to our island no, you, they, they can't just come to the island. They have to know your Switch. I have no problem saying my Switch ID number. I actually I don't know what my Switch ID number is. Want it. I will help you with that later. Um, but my island I, my island is called Pug Rock. Um, Why Pug Rock? Because I love pugs. Because oh, my dogs were pugs. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, my dogs were pugs. Oh. Um, I mean, they're dead now, but they were pugs. I guess technically they still are pugs. They're just pug. Uh, they're just pugs in a different form, mm-hmm. and little uh, pretty wood boxes on my counter. Um, but and uh, you want me to read my number now, sure, just for people who want it. Sure. And I'll I'll also put. I didn't realize that we had a gamers. Oh, I just shut off my phone. God damn it. Um, I will it post it in the Discord. I will post my Switch ID number in the in the Discord. <laughs> I know that we've had. I know that I'm friends with Luke and Jordan and. I feel like there's a couple of other people that I'm already friends with that have added me. Mm-hmm. So it was funny though last night because it said I had multiple friends online. And when I went to my friend page on switch, everybody was playing animal crossing except for my co-host on pot as my co-pilot who I think he was doing that just to be contrary, even though he told me he bought the digital version of the game uh, yesterday. The name of my Island is uh Wanakiki. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That yeah. makes total sense. Very islandy. Yes. Um, here's another thing. I don't think you know this, and I think you're going to be a little jealous. Maybe not, though. Or maybe you'll be excited because you'll be like, oh, I want to hear that. New show announcement, but of course, I think you can pre- predict what the, the obstacles are right now. <clears throat> New show announcement. Uh, it has one of two names. Uh, either Fuck You for Being a Friend. <laughs> Or okay. the Golden Gaze, but it's limited series to just quarantine time, okay? And uh-huh. it's myself, Mike Lawson. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! And is it Boo Hacker? Joey Boo Hacker. Oh yes! <laughs> <laughs> Where? Where do I sign up for this? <laughs> what what level Patreon is this? <laughs> It's going to be available to all levels of Patreon. and um, But, of course, we've been having these private emails. Because we're all on board, right? Uh-huh. We've having these private emails. And Boo Hacker's just already a Taylor-level prima donna. It's already started. <laughs> it's already started. And, um, uh. yeah. Because we were saying, like, look, we can't do the whole series, right? So we came up with this idea that... Um, that what we would do is we would do we're gonna oh, for sure do the first episode the season premiere, okay? Yeah, 
And then for each season, each one of us gets to pick an episode from that season. So then it's okay. three episodes from season one, three episodes from season two, three episodes from season three. Okay. And we keep going. He's already, there's 26 episodes per season. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Yeah. And everybody has a favorite from each season. So <laughs> yeah. you just pick that one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <sighs> He's already, I don't know. So anyway, so that's, that is going to be a, a funny. As everyone knows, me, Mike Lawson, and Joey Boohecker together is. <laughs> gold. It's gold. It's manna from heaven. <laughs> Talking because about the gold at, girl. Some, at some point, you all get a turn being the bitch. Yeah, we <laughs> all get horribly. It, yeah, it all consistently triangulates. Okay, so so then, who in that is Dorothy? Who in that is Rose? Who in that is Blanche? I don't know. We haven't even gotten that far yet. Maybe we'll talk about that in the first episode. Okay, yeah, because you have to have one that's well. That's Mike Lawson's a whore, so he's Blanche, <laughs> right? I'm either Sophia or Dorothy. I don't know which one yet. And um, maybe because Boohecker's shorter, he can be Sophia. We need a rose. I was going to say, I think think the two of you are Dorothy and Sophia. Yeah. We need a rose. Evan? So. uh, (laughs) No, Evan would be Rose. So. uh, (laughs) I feel there was something. Oh, let's, let's, let's. Now, I have this Heidi in Closet video here. Okay, but because I just added it to the sound, like not to the soundboard, but to the uh, the way my my audio capture system works, because I added it later, it may not you may not hear audio. Tell me if you hear audio. Ready? Hi, okay. Afterthoughts. How are you doing? It's me, Heidi in closet. From- yeah. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. Yeah, I hear it. Okay, so let me share. Then let me share the video then, so you can see it. <laughs> of all the songs. Because you know, there's a video. Have you ever seen that video? The people who those those three people who nail it. They just nail the, the dance. You should see it's good. Oh no, I haven't seen it. All okay. right, here we go. How do we focus on this screen? All right, I can see it. I know. I'm making focus okay. on it. All right, here we go. Okay. Hi, Afterthoughts. How are you doing? It's me, Heidi in Closet from RuPaul's Drag Race season twelve. I hear y'all are a lovely, lovely, lovely podcast, and y'all talk about Drag Race, which is you know. Something I know nothing about. Nothing, I have no idea what Drag Race is. I have none. I'm joking. Um, thank y'all so much for the love and support. And also, Joe, is it? I believe is the host. Gotta adjust the girls. Excuse me. Joe is, you know, the host. So I want to give you a special shout out. Congratulations on being the host and steering the podcast in a wonderful and fabulous direction. Thank y'all so much for talking about Drag Race because without people who watch the show, love the show, are fans of the show, it wouldn't be there. And thank you so much, because without y'all, there would be no us. So I really want to say thank you for that. And, you know, just stay fabulous, stay fierce, stay blessed and highly favored. All right, there you go. Thank you, Heidi in Closet there. A little that's nice. Here. Didn't mention you, but... Um... No, didn't mention me. I was waiting for that, but that's fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. So we're like, oh, by the way, have you prepped your? Because you know, I told Nina, Nina's people that we're just waiting for you to prep the questions and topics. So I will do that this weekend. I will come up with the question. How many questions are they looking for? I just want to know what she's going to talk about. Uh, okay. Okay. Now, next question: uh, Why are you a crazy person? I don't know. <laughs> 
know. I've been waiting for this, talking about why I'm a psychopath. But well, you're not a psychopath. I, I actually blame the entire state of Florida because everyone. I wanted to tape. Well, no, we're taping at the time I wanted to tape. But I told Taylor, well, we're obviously not going anywhere. He's like, what do you mean? We're totally going places. And I was like, uh, we th- we thought we were going to have to do something, but we're not able to do it because it is the place is closed. But that could have been done at any point today. But no, we're we're going to a, we're going to my co-host for uh, with Pod as my co-pilot Taffy's house tonight. So for to get together, but th- there'll be less than ten of us, and we all sit in an enormous living room, so we'll all be you know distanced from each other. So we're not even allowed to do that. I know, I know. Yeah, no, it's. The re- honestly, the reason why I wanted to do it earlier was that I had all day to play Animal Crossing. I didn't want yeah. this to cut into my Animal Crossing time, but that was why I wanted to. But yeah, no, we're. I mean, we're still allowed to go to food shop, and I'm still working. I still go to work every day. Well, no, in California, um, you'd still. You know, it's so funny. It's so funny. I didn't even think about it until right now. This is the world's longest just between us girls, but um, yeah. Well, we need to consider the episode. Yeah, true. go ahead. Um, but um, what's funny? Is, I think are you putting insulin in? I am. Okay. I just I just realized I forgot to do it earlier. So oh, okay, that's fine. Is I was reading I was reading some really good articles today that sort of gave a very dispassionate view of the um, what's going on. And in California, they outlined specifically who can and can't work. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you would you would still be able to work because you're a healthcare professional. Blah blah blah. blah right. What I yeah. loved is it said uh, media and it said journalists. Um, you know, um, all these different people, and then said podcasters, and I was like, "Whoa, look at me, essential, because <laughs> we were a, essential business here." The pit crew still gets to live. Uh, well, no, I think the pit crew's. I think the pit crew's done for the season. I really do think Philip has coronavirus. I people, I, I, I'm telling you, I think he does. I that think he would funny. know it by now. I mean, no. that was a week ago. No, I'm telling you. When he went to the doctor and got got diagnosed with pneumonia, it wasn't that big of a thing yet, and he hasn't gone uh, back. Okay, so they never. I him. all right. I have a question because yeah. I found this out. Is his? Does he have a cough? I don't know. Oh yes, he has a bad cough. Yes. Is the cough wet or dry? I don't know. Okay, because if he has could... a dry cough, that's a problem. If he has a wet cough, because I had a client who called me freaking out, so I had to you know talk him off the proverbial ledge, and then I got talking to his medical provider who's in the same facility as us mm-hmm. and he was like he doesn't ha- it's not coronavirus he has he's got a cold because it's a wet it's a gross wet cough i know this guy who is a resident er doctor in new york and he's so cute he is like literally i think he is the hottest person ever so the definition of my type but, but mm-hmm. you know what's so funny what i think is so great is i show him to people and they're like he's okay and I don't, I, but I love that. It is my favorite thing when I find someone that I think is so fucking hot and no is one Is he else a crying does. twink? Is that why? <laughs> no, he's not crying. He's a doctor and he like on Instagram. So I, I'm buying him a, oh, you would like it actually. Let me, let me, maybe I'll, I'll buy it right now. Let me show you the image first. But, um, <laughs> so we've come to this where you're just going to buy shit online while we're talking to, yeah. Yeah. And you're like going like, so Heidi <laughs> Closet, I'm all like, hmm. Mm-hmm. How, do I want to pay for overnight, or am I fine with just regular delivery? I'm. Oh wait. Oh, I have to, I'm gonna have to go on Twitter and find his shop because in his regular shop they don't have it. I hit on Twitter. Uh, uh, apparently, the screen is black for just about everybody. Oh really? Or for some people? Oh, maybe because am I? I'm not. I'm not sharing the screen. 
I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, I'll, I'll go on it later. I'll go after the show. Remind me. Let me put in the, to, to show you this artwork that I'm going to buy him. That this cool artist. Okay. That, he usually makes movie posters. He made this artwork. And it's really cool. I'm buying it for him as a thank you. I'm also going to buy him something else when it's all said and done. Um, okay. So We're tiny we... in the corner. Oh, really? Still? For some people, yeah. Let me, I'm going to do some play around here for some things, Taylor. That maybe might okay. jigger that. What'd uh, you call me? What'd you call me? That's, that's my favorite <laughs> joke that RuPaul does. It really is. <laughs> it is my favorite joke that RuPaul does. Um, okay. <laughs> Haley says, tiny in the corner is Heidi's sister. I like that. It's funny. Okay. Right. Um, all right. Um, what's the timestamp here? Bring back... My girls. All right, Taylor. This week, the queens get into quick bead drag and shake their stingers. For the maxi challenge, the girls are literally having a ball in the sports-themed fashion ball, the ball ball. In the end, Rock M, Sakura, and Britta go head-to-head in a lip-sync battle for their lives. After all was said and done, Britta was told, Shantae, you stay, while Rock M, Sakura was asked to sashay away. Taylor the Latte Boy named two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Okay, I liked. I always love a ball <laughs> challenge. Mm-hmm. I always love when there's lots of looks. Um, so for that, in that regards, I was excited for the concept of this challenge, and I also like the idea of the ball ball and mm-hmm. with it being all sports themed and that sort of thing. Um, and I feel like this may be a polarizing, uh, particularly on this show. Mm-hmm. I love a guest judge that is excited to be there. Mm-hmm. So in that regards, Leslie Jones, to me, and the fun that they seemed to be having while they were on the panel as everybody was walking down the runway was a lot of fun to watch. I hear a Um, butt coming. There were times that she was definitely a little extra (laughs) and a little like, okay, we get it. You're having a good time. Mm -hmm. Bring it it down a little bit. But um, it was still, she she was great and she seemed to be really, really having a really good time. So that was fun to watch. Um, the thing I did not like was I am very quickly losing love for Britta. I'm really getting to where I'm starting to really not like her. What's your problem with the New York Queens, motherfucker? Don't you understand? (laughs) I'm I'm the queen of New York. And if I'm the queen of New York, then I'm going to be the queen of all drag queens. Don't you come for me again? I'll cut you. I'm going to filter you out of this rotten drag race recap. Yeah. Um, I, I think you saw what happened to this Donna Sugars, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I didn't like anything about her attitude and stuff. And she's just not. It's it, it just, it just this episode, you know, for as much as I liked her on the Meet the Queens and felt like she was going to be a strong contender. She's not, and I. I also feel like that's part of the storyline. They're 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 going to knock her down to bring her up. So maybe I will fall back in love with her. Right now, I'm just really having a hard time. There was part of me that was excited at the concept of, oh well, maybe we all totally got this wrong, and Britta goes home this week. Mm-hmm. So that's, but interesting, interesting, yeah. interesting. Uh, okay, the one thing I, I I think we have very similar things, but I don't have a qualification here. Uh, one, it was. 
So much fun to see. Uh, the first thing I liked, it was so much fun to see RuPaul in the judges panel having, I think, for the first time in a very long time. Actual well, on Drag Race UK, it had fun, but I'm, I'm talking on the on yeah. the on this show on the uh, on the original show on the on the marquee show. Yeah, the mothership, uh, the mothership, the uh, flagship show. Mother, <laughs> you know, you broke up there. So let me do it for you. Mother. Has arrived. Um, but I um, can, huh? I don't think I can do it with that level of gargle that you do it. Mama has arrived. That wasn't Mama, good. <laughs> Mama, just imagine like um, Babalu has just finished in your mouth, and you're trying to tell him to get the and the phone rings. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say because usually I respond with mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and you're like. Oh God! No, that's even worse. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Go, move forward. This. Move forward. This is not good. I mean, for you, this is comedy gold. But this is get the phone. Get Bobalo. Bob. Bobalo. Get the motherfucking phone. Mother. The bar. My mother has arrived. Get the phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's the first time I've heard them have so much fun uh, in a very long time. And yeah. uh, so that was fun. Uh, next is uh, Leslie Jones. It's 100%. I know they're related, but uh, Leslie Jones. It's fun to see. I know a lot of the people who go on as guest judges are actual fans, but they approach it in a way that they want to impress RuPaul. And show like you know they're you know these August judges who are good, they're mm-hmm. going to really give their great insight into Drag Race, which she doesn't give a shit. You know, she wants yeah. to fucking laugh during that thing. And I think Leslie Jones brought it. Now look, a hundred percent of Leslie Jones's jokes did not land, but I yeah. feel the she already done had horses saves all <laughs> of the other jokes that didn't land. That yeah. fucking art she already done had horses was. Even <laughs> even Widow Von Du laughed when she was leaving the stage. Yeah, yes, yes, that was fun to watch. That was fun to watch. She laughed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the one thing I didn't like was, and I know this is the big talk on uh, uh, all over the internet and stuff. So maybe I'm just you know playing to the crowd or whatever. But the whole tomfoolery and uh, rigamorous going on. Where Rock M. Sakura goes home, but Aiden's not even in the bottom. You know? Yeah. Aiden, oh, y- yeah. Yeah. Aiden Zane clearly should have been in the bottom. 100% mm-hmm. should have been in the bottom. You know? That was that was clearly storyline driven. Oh, that 100%. Is, because they don't have anybody that the rest of them pick on but her. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, if if because they all the queens just mean like really get along. The only one that there's any kind of tension with, and I even think that's sort of, I wouldn't say manufactured, but built up, is Aiden. Yeah. You know? So uh, that's the one thing I didn't like. All right, here we go. After Dahlia's elimination, the queens re-enter the workroom to remove their drag. Nikki thinks Dahlia's elimination is a wake-up call. Aiden feels vindicated for choosing two strong queens. Jan and Britta are disappointed in their safe placement, and Jan thinks she did light makeup. The next day, RuPaul entered the workroom to announce this week's uh, mini challenge. 
For today's mini challenge, you'll be raising awareness of the world's declining bee population. By shaking your stingers to a buzzy little mashup we call it the Beehive Jive. All right. Uh, the, bee, the beehive is called into formation and the queens shake their stingers to a mashup of Flight of the Bumblebee and Freaky Money by RuPaul. Gigi Good wins the challenge and earns a $2,500 cash tip as well as a $2,500 donation in her name to a bee conservation non-profit. Taylor the Latte Boy, tell me your thoughts uh, going into uh, this whole thing with the, the top of the show, everything that happened there. And um, Well, yeah. I, I would say that it was clear they were going to, when Britta comes in and as saying, you know, I really want to critique, that was clear foreshadowing. Yeah. And even when it came into, it was stupid when she went, girls, I had a dream last night. Oh. I had a dream I what which was so badly acted. Yeah. Um, it felt like I wrote down then taking Britta down will be a storyline. And it sounds like they've started that storyline with her. Mm-hmm. Um Clearly, because she was in the bottom two this week. Uh, the mini challenge, I wrote down that I like that there has a meaning to it. And I like that it's something that is we're expanding beyond just LGBT stuff, mm-hmm. which I kind of like is sort of refreshing. No, we're for, not for the show. No, we're not. What are you talking about? As far as B stuff? Yeah. LGBT. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Dad joke. So, um, but I. <laughs> He's lighting a cigarette because he just had, you know, such an amazing, an amazing, uh, and there, a comedy, a comedy moment, a comedy jewel. Uh, I like that it was something different. It was about the environment. I think it brings attention to something that affects everybody. You know, they, the, the, the saying is, as go the bee, so goes the world. Mm-hmm. So we do need to do things for bee conservation. And it was fun. It was silly. It also was clear to me that they are clearly they filmed this one after the other with drag race uk because you're seeing that they're using the same things that from drag race uk here because they did this with the maypole where they all had to do the classic do the classical dance almost like a musical chairs and then they all had to come one at a time and twerk Mm -hmm. so that was that was interesting i don't think Gigi should have won though i thought jada jada was better than Gigi. i I thought thought the same thing i thought the same thing. i thought jada was much better than Gigi, and and Gigi's backflip wasn't even that good it wasn't that good. And when she went to like sort of jump, it almost looked like she like pulled a, like her ankle. She almost yeah. twisted her ankle. It like it was not a good land. No, so I don't I know. Not... Yeah, maybe that's why she won because maybe she hurt herself. I don't know. By the way, I'm going to say it. I said it once. I'll say it again. In her confessionals, I'm just like, whatever. Okay. Wearing fucking glasses. <laughs> I want to get it as Gigi good. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, so uncomfortable. Thank, thank you. I also didn't get Britta's makeup. <laughs> I'm just moving on. Yeah. I'm just moving on with the whole where we're just going to smear smear yellow and black paint on our face. It it was just the whole thing was a mess. Well, I think Britta I felt like during the bead thing, I thought what was going on with Aiden. Like, I, she's not only in a different show; she's in another dimension, <laughs> right? Yeah. And not even like in a fun Tammy Brown way. There, there's like it seems like there's something off about this. She's the one that like if there's this is, sounds like a very dark joke, right? But if you were of all the drag queens who've ever been on on RuPaul's Drag Race, 
who would be most not who would be when the most likely to shoot up a school? I would say if Aiden, oh Joe. Okay, Taylor. Of all the Tammy queens Brown. who've been on Drag Queen, <laughs> who would you nominate to be most likely to shoot up a school? I don't know that it would be a school, but okay, a post right. office. I, I... <laughs> okay, what? A post office. I'm not answering that question. <laughs> She's the girl on social media. Okay, you know, let me rephrase it. She's the girl on social media where they, the, she doesn't, it, doesn't, it never happens because they report her because she went on TikTok and warned her friends not to go to school the next day. Okay. All right. She, I get very much Darlene from Roseanne vibes whenever she's on, like that. She's, she's very Sarah Gilbert to me. She's the sister of the chick from Little House on the Prairie, right? Yeah. Okay. Did you have any, what? What were your thoughts on that? On the top of the show, where like, uh, where Jan and Britta want to be like critiqued and disappointed in their placement. I, at this stage, I would be happy to be safe. Well, a, as I said, that I think her Britta asking for critiques that was foreshadowing, and I think that, but I think that that speaks to, particularly for Britta, I think it speaks to the whole idea of I am great. Mm-hmm. You know, wh- why are we bothering with these other girls? This, mm-hmm. this, this season should just be one episode where they give me the crown at the end. Yeah. And this is going to be where they're going to systematically take her down mm-hmm. to where she recognizes that just because she's a big deal in New York, mm-hmm. she's not necessarily going to be a big deal worldwide. But she keeps bringing that shit up. Yeah. Well, but you also figure at this point, all of the interviews and stuff that they're doing are that early on mm-hmm. we may see after she comes back and realizes once she comes back, if she comes back next week and wipes down the mirror and seems to have a little bit of humility to her, that will be different. If she comes back and does the whole, you know, you know, this was just a one-off and I know that I've got the shit and I've got everything I've got. Then that's where you learned nothing. And they'll just keep beating her down until she eventually gets it, you know, yeah. they'll break them down to build them back up. And that's where I feel like Britta needs that at this point isn't in order in order to be likable isn't it she's that, just not likable at this no. point isn't it weird that britta needs a filter <laughs> light another cigarette <laughs> how long with me talking did you workshop that and like wait for me to take a breath so you could say that one about 15 seconds all right okay next rupaul announced this week's maxi challenge so for this week's maxi challenge we are throwing a fashion ball darling yeah why y'all gagging so she bring it to you every ball (laughs) gagging on the balls now you need to slam dunk three home run looks first look is lady baller serving sexy title nine realness second look basketball wife realness yeah a posh look that screams he owns everything Hanny. and for your third lurk you need to design and create a look that serves balls to the wall eleganza 
All right, in the workroom, the queens, the queens, the queens rush to snatch the provided materials for their third look. Crystal wants to show off her Mexican side. Nikki's determined to show the judges that she's more than just a look queen. Gigi sees Nikki as her competition. Jan talks about her history as a soccer player at Catholic school, and Britta freaks out because she has no idea what she's gonna put together. Taylor, your thoughts on everything that happened in that first workroom act, and also the maxi challenge. Do you have any thoughts on the balls? I guess we're going to do it in the looks, uh, though. We're going to do that in the looks. Yeah, we'll do that in the looks. Yeah, but in the workroom, what were your um, thoughts? I thought... I didn't really... I didn't take any notes during this. It all just felt very... We've seen this before. I will mm-hmm. say this. Mm-hmm. Of all high school athletes when I was in high school, mm-hmm. soccer players were the hottest to me. Oh, yeah. Well, of course they would be. I'll tell you why. They're on the shorter side, generally. Yeah. Because they played soccer and they probably played their whole life by the time they were in high school, they have those big fucking tree trunk, thick ass legs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. You're right. Soccer players are always hot. They're all soccer hot. players were always the all of the guys on the soccer team were the ones that I had, and in college too. The guy that I lusted after for four years in college was a soccer player. Was that the one that you moved there for him? No, oh. no, no, no. <laughs> You've talked about this on the show, haven't you? Now I know. I've t- I don't know. If I've talked about it on the show. I talked about it on Pot as my co-pilot. That I pretty much came down to Florida to chase a. What? <laughs> what was that look you just gave? Oh, did you see that? Um, um, no. There was a there was a guy named Keith that mm-hmm. I had a huge crush on, mm-hmm. and he was in all of my classes because we were in the same major, mm-hmm. and totally my type, little stocky Italian guy with big, huge like calves that you just want to like gnaw on for days. And I remember the night before graduation, we were all at a party at like the senior dorms and he was, he was, he was my very much a jock, but he was always this really, really nice guy. And he was drunk. <laughs> and I said to him, you know, I appreciate the fact, cause I was always very openly, yeah, I mean, how can I not be with this voice? And I remember saying to him, you know, I really appreciate the fact that you were always really cool to me and that you never gave me shit for being gay. And, you know, I'm glad that we got to be friends. And he was like, no problem, man. He goes, you're awesome. He goes, always likes having class with you. And I said, thanks. And I turned around to talk to my friends and he slapped me on the ass so hard it left a bruise. And How? the joke I always say afterwards is I came immediately. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be my question. How? I have two questions. One is more crass. Right. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which is how how hard did you get immediately after? Oh, I wouldn't have needed to talk to bluechew.com. <laughs> and next is how many times since that's happened have you masturbated to that moment? Oh, I've never masturbated to that. I don't masturbate to real events. No, 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 I haven't masturbated to that. I masturbate to real events all the time. And I'll be honest with you. Uh huh. When I'm watching porn. I often put real people that I've had feelings for in the place in my head in the porn. Does that make sense? Really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, like, Cameron... So you, so you make your own internal deepfake mm-hmm. videos where you're putting other people's heads yes, on other people's that's lives. exactly a psychological okay. deepfake thing. So, like, often... And I'm, I'm not ashamed to say this because I had, you know, openly relationship with these people. Like, But Cameron used to be a big part of it. And Aiden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. So now, have you ever watched a three-way video where you've deep-faked two of the people with Cameron and Aiden? No, I generally don't like three-way videos. But that oh. is a note for later. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know why? Because their personality... Cause I also, the personality is also involved. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, 
we could really get into this because there's some really weird deep psychological shit with this. Like with Cameron, with Aiden. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this is poor Aiden. I know Aiden listens to the show. With Aiden, I obviously fantasize about Aiden, right? Uh huh. On with Cameron, it ob- it ninety nine times out of a hundred doesn't involve. <laughs> I'm not in the picture. It's always me imagining having sex with some girl. Imagine him having sex with some girl. Yeah. Okay. That's why they wouldn't right. be in a threesome together. Okay. Yeah. Well, not with two girls and a threesome. Pardon me? I've been a threesome three guys, not a threesome two girls and a guy. I know. Okay. All right. Okay. But Aiden is a, is a, is a, is a frequent uh, special guest star. Okay. Okay. Uh, awkward. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Crystal wanted to show from. Let's see. Nikki's determined to show the judges she's more than just a look. This seems to be a big theme, even though it doesn't, it doesn't pay off this episode. We'll get to it more on Elimination Day, but I want you to keep in mind this whole Nikki's determined to show the judges that she's more than just a look queen. Um. All right. Uh. You know what? Actually, Taylor, what's the timestamp here? Let's take a break here. Okay. And so everyone listening, we'll be back right after this. All right, and we're back. Back in the workroom, Rock M. Sakura gets side-eye from the other queens as she wraps herself in duct tape. It's duct tape, not duct tape. Jada realizes she doesn't have enough white balls. Gigi struggles with time management, and Aiden finishes her corset early and doesn't realize that her black and white outfit reads as referee. Taylor, your thoughts on everything that happened in the workroom the next scene? Because it's the same day. Okay. Yeah. uh, I'd written down two ideas for topics. The first was Aiden finishing first and them saying, you know, why would you stop? You know, why wouldn't you just keep working on things? And... I think this is a situation where normally both Aiden and the other girls would be right. You know, if you have a situation in which, you know, you construct something and you construct it flawlessly, simple can work for you. And simple can be something if it is if it is put together perfectly, you know, versus just continuing to add things, then it just becomes a mess. You know, the the problem was with Aiden's, Aiden's outfit was a mess. Aiden's outfit, there was nothing to it other than the idea of the referee, which she didn't even have. Jan kind of pointed that out to her. Jan yeah. pointed that out to her, mm-hmm. that it makes for a referee. Then you would do something to continue to kind of keep that going. And she didn't do that. So in that regard, she was wrong. However, we have seen other outfits in the past that have been very simple and look great. And yeah. I think that had you continued adding to them, they would have made them tacky. You know, that's that's my thought on that. What about well, you? Yeah, I agree. And she kept saying, it's funny because she goes, well, what else would I do with it? And I'm, I almost really kind of agree, like, the, what else could she really do? But to me, that speaks that it's a problem with the concept. That means the concept is flawed from, from start to finish. You know? I think, yeah. Because I, I, I was thought about that later when she said, what could I do? And I said, well, first of all, just coming out in a panty. You know, if she had come out in, like, white pants with, like, black boots, I think that would have maybe added to it in some way. Or even done something where she had almost where there were 
you know, I've seen it before where it's almost like where there's like the white pants, but then like a black, like where they wear the skirt over the pants, but the skirt is cut in the front and then kind of good. If Haley was here, Haley would know what I'm talking about. I think maybe almost like a no, not peplum, um, but where it just kind of it kind of like flows behind her where it's almost like a peplum. Peplum. <laughs> I don't know. It's the only one I, I know. know now. Like a train. Like a train. Thank you. H- Haley wrote a train. So um, a bustle. You know, there's also a, there's all sorts of things that she could have done to elevate that. And when you look at all of the little balls of glued on top of it, they weren't it wasn't executed really well. It was just sort of where we're going to take a glue gun. We're going to put on a little fuzzy ball. We're going to stick it in the one column that we have white and the one column that we have black. And we're just going to do that all the way around. And then we're done. You know. To go with my what I was saying before is remember they filmed this in the summer of 2019, okay? Okay, yeah. Only probably a couple months or a month or two after no, it's about a month after the end of season 11 aired, where Vanjie was read the entire season for bringing the same fucking. Vanjie even says I wouldn't have brought so many fucking corsets, you know. And she's doing. I I feel like if you are going to go on Drag Race, I think it's been done. No more corsets. It's done. You can't do a corset, at least for a long time. Well, I, th- I think a simple corset can't be done. I think that corsets corsets are a, a main piece of drag mm-hmm. fashion, I would think. But doing something to where if you had had a corset with a blazer or with you had done something that kind of draped over the shoulders or mm-hmm. you did something something more interesting. This was, you know, even – okay, really when you think about it, you have Nikki – I mean, we're, I know we're getting into the looks, but just go with me for a second. You have Nikki and you have – um, Aiden, and they both pretty much wore panties and a corset, but Nikki's was so different with the padding and the boots and everything was, everything was, you know, stoned and it was, it elevated everything and it yeah. was a look. It was well thought out. It was more editorial mm-hmm. than this that looked crafty, much mm-hmm. like her outfit last week where she just kind of glued bows on top of that sweatshirt. It, it it's, it, it that that's the problem with it. Well, yeah, maybe that's why I'm relating to Vanjie. I feel Vanjie used to do this, veered closer to, even if Vanjie was more successful at it, veered closer to what Aiden's doing, where they take a simple course and they just throw shit on it. And it's not necessarily yeah. part of a whole ensemble as much as it is, that is the centerpiece is the corset and doing shit to that corset. You know? Yeah. Um, yes. All right, let's move on. It's elimination day, and the contestants return to the rookroom to get ready for the ball ball. Nikki shows us her goofy side, but Jan worries that Nikki doesn't show that side of the judges. Heidi thinks Rock's garment needs some editing. Aiden defends her look, and Rock M. Sakura reveals the history of her unique makeup. Taylor, your thoughts on this elimination day? Um, I like that, for the most part, everybody seems to get along. And everybody seems to be, at least this early in the stage, everybody seems to be looking out for each other. I mean, mm-hmm. Jan's comments on we're all seeing how great she is mm-hmm. as far as how silly and funny Nikki is, but mm-hmm. nobody else is, the judges aren't seeing that yet. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting, you know, that was an interesting compliment. Now, I don't think Jan's going to say to them when they were talking with her, you know, no, she's really funny, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it just was an interesting thing. Um, The Rock'em asian drag thing i thought rockham did look beautiful when she was when they were showing her putting on her makeup i thought makeup was really great Mm -hmm. and it was an interesting thing to talk about we've talked in the past or the mirror moments in the past have talked about you know latin queens and uh black queens but we haven't really talked about you know the feminization of asian queens and that they you know they're kind of you know 
stuck in a corner of, well, you're only really supposed to go beyond this. And if you go beyond this, then you look too much like Trixie, even though they were doing it before Trixie was. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, Trixie kind of takes from anime and manga and stuff. And but because she was the successful white queen, everybody assumes it was her that came up with that concept or Mm -hmm. her. Even to some degree, I would say uh, Bianca could even be the similar of just the crazy over the top. Sharon Needle, people think like or, she invented, or Sharon, yeah, that she invented like spooky drag or something. Yeah, so I think that that was a. I feel like that was a good lesson for us to know that it's not you know much like a lot of culture, a lot of gay culture often came from like the ball scene and a lot of what we're seeing that was all of you know queens of color doing that. This is another example of that, but this was said in a way it was it was another avenue of something that we kind of take for granted that a lot of these Asian queens often get pegged into being either you have to be super super feminine or you have to be kind of over the top anime and there's you're expected to be one or the other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you well i want to get to nikki in a second but before we do it seems like the trend has been that they've been really obvious with the editing and what i mean is in telepathing no telepathically sending is that i don't know what i'm saying uh, telegramming yeah, communicating uh, telepathically that who's going home, okay? Yeah. So last week, Dahlia had her quote-unquote mirror moment. This week, it was Rock M. Sakura had her mirror moment. Are you picking up on that and going, oh, there's who's going home? Yeah. Oh, really? So you saw this and you're like, oh, yeah. no. Goodbye, Rock. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could, you could tell from the outfit that Rock M. was going to be in the bottom, too. Yeah. So, which people disagree. People were people are really upset that Rock's going home, and went home, and uh, that Aiden's still there. Uh, let's talk about Nikki Doll. Um, you know, uh, she she did so show a goof. I, I find Nikki Doll, especially when she shows her personality, so fucking attractive, right? Yeah. Uh, and um, I wish she could show her side of the judges. You know, some people I saw were commenting. That what do you mean? Why she shows her personality on the runway, and what does that mean? I mean, she's a look queen, blah blah blah. I'm gonna contrast her with Gigi Good. I I don't I think I see what the girl what the what the um judges are saying. When Nikki rocks down the runway, it's flawless, but she's almost invisible behind the outfit. You don't get a sense of her personality. Yeah. I, I feel with Gigi, she wears the outfit. It isn't the outfit wearing her? And right. you you can get a sense of who Gigi is just from the walk, um, yeah. And so, but I it was nice to see that Nikki does have sort of and we've seen it in the confessionals and we've seen it in the workroom that she does have this goofy, really interesting side. And I, I hope she's able to show that uh, on the show. I think maybe maybe do you think that might be like sort of her arc on the show, Taylor? Or what do you think? I think I think next week's Gaze Anatomy. I think that's going to be the one where they show that she gets really wacky and really silly. And I have a feeling if this is like a short story arc that she's going to be in the top next week for being over the top, wacky, silly and making silly faces. I mean, you know, the one thing that I really liked was at one point in the early on in the episode where she said, you toned down your, you toned down your makeup and, and Jan or somebody said, yeah. And she made a face like yeah. I wouldn't even wear that. I, I made a joke like it seemed very personable and seemed very off the cuff. And that's one of those that I, I, I like. I like Nikki. Yeah, it's so. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But so I think the judge is just girl, not seeing it. And so hot as a boy. Yeah. But you know what? Who's even hotter as a boy? Who? 
I walked right into that. I forgot that fast. <laughs> I want to walk right into her butt. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, literally. I want her to open her butt and I crawl inside. Do you okay. That, do you have uh, that fantasy of someone crawling inside of you? No. What if you were having no. sex? Let's say you had sex with a Smurf who are three. Well, that's too big. Let's say you had sex with someone. <laughs> Not necessarily. You haven't seen my butthole. <laughs> yeah, true. But I know, happen to know this is a creepy size. Uh, Smurfs are three apples high. So a Smurf is about like that big, which is kind of a creepy Smurf size. Is, a Smurf is like a foot tall. Yeah, yeah. But what if it was like, what if it was like a little like action figure? Like, okay. I have oh God, a pencil eraser. He's going to pull eraser. an actual action figure out. No, I have a pencil eraser. Um, what if, and it's, this is about, I would say a little over two inches. Um, let's say there was like a two to three inch person that you fell in love with. Okay. Who's really hot. Okay. That I fell in love with. Okay. So I was in a relationship with this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in a relationship with a three inch person. And he was like, Taylor the Latte Boy, I have this fantasy. I bought scuba gear. He would need okay, scuba. Okay, I was gonna say. I thought for some reason I imagined a snorkel, and then no. I was like, that wouldn't do any good. No, but scuba gear. Okay. And I have this fantasy where I walk inside of your butthole and I explore your your lower intestines and make you feel real good and just like just jump up and down on my prostate. Oh yeah, just yeah. Do uh do Nintendo Ring Fit on my. <laughs> He, what prostate. If he, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna ride your prostate. <sighs> okay, would you be into? That? Okay, but I was but I was in a relationship with this. You're person. in a relationship with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so so would he have to would he have to like like on his elbows like kind of like climb in this way or I don't would know. he How like loose wa- are you? walking in that would be painful? How loose are you? I, I'm, I'm well, he gets lubed loose. up. He gets lubed up. He goes. Okay, he, but even still, I don't want it to be where he's like trying to walk under a tarp, where he's like pulling me apart to walk in. He dives into a bottle of depth. Like, Remember, if is depth so if I'm like bent over and yeah. he like dives off of like the dresser and like dives in like like Greg Luganis or mm-hmm. uh, what's the one that's married to that guy you hate, Tom? Something. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What's his name? I don't know. The one married to Dustin Lance Black. So the one married to yeah. So and dove in that way. Uh, and then, like, swam around until he got to my prostate. This is such a weird conversation. No, but I yes, never... I would allow that. <coughs> but I wouldn't seen... allow some stranger on the street to climb. No, in no, my no, no. That's not weird. true. I've let strangers on the street climb into my butthole in the past. But that have was you really? But no, no. I'm talking. about, Have you ever seen? Um, uh, well, not on the street. College boy physicals. The porn series. Uh, no, that that whole thing is just weird. To yeah, me it then. is. I, but, I, I know. I know the concept. I mean, on college boy physicals, they'll take out these like like tubes. And they put the two. It's some sort of two where they can put it inside the person, and then they crank something and it opens it up. <sighs> okay, I guess so. The doctor can poke around. Would you let him do that? And then he just walks. No, away. no, nothing like that. Not, nothing, nothing where my butthole is going to get stretched out. No, that's not. I'm not okay with that. Okay, okay. Let me rephrase this. Let me let me change this. What if he is like a seven inch husky guy? Okay. And his fantasy is he's going to go in feet first. All right. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's going to go in feet first. And he's going to go up to like maybe his shoulders. And then he's going to do like. Like. He's going to like do like almost like push ups really fast. 
So do like tricep dips? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where he's like pulling tricep himself dips, out exactly. and then pulling himself in? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he's seven inches tall. Yeah, he's like this. He's like this. This is the guy. Okay. Okay, he not was... that wide around. Well, no, because then he's stocky because then that's going to – okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a seven-inch uh, I don't know. I mean, I get – stock, okay, but stocky could be – I mean, you figure if he's stocky and if he's seven inches, he's like that big around. Well, I, I guess. I don't know. All right, I, I'd have to. I'd have to. I, I, we'd have to. He and I would have to have conversations about that. By the way, speaking of conversations like that, if you uh, are not a member of Patreon, that's the kind of <laughs> quality stuff you're missing here. That's folks. the kind of content you're missing. And you know, I should not not to cap. I'm not. I, I'm not to capitalize on what's going on right now. And this is an honest thing. Everyone at all levels at Patreon is getting so much more bonus content, especially to come because we recognize. Well, there's a couple of things going on. We recognize that, A, you're stuck at home and you're going to want more content. And, B, we're stuck at home and we want to create more content. So if that's if you fit that or if you just want a ton of Drag Race content, uh, head over to patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. And uh, uh, you can join at any level. But if you join at the five well, – I don't want to say price. What if it changes? But if you join at the premium level, which right now mm-hmm. is $5. Right now, you're pretty much getting at least a show every day. At pretty yeah. much at least a show every day you're getting. So uh, that's and 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 uh, right now there's a ton of content coming your way um, because of the quarantine. So head on over to Patreon.com/slash/AfterthoughtMedia, join uh, at the premium level, and you will get a ton of content. All right, Taylor. Now it's time for. The looks. The looks. Okay. Now, because this is a 36 uh, look episode, okay, uh, here's what I did, okay, is I uh, have pulled the looks. You still have the same, you have this, here's the good news and bad news. You have the same um, task that you had before, which is you have to do the looks in time to the actual episode, all right? Okay. However, I will say this week, they seem to spend more time on the looks. I think maybe to fill up time that maybe they lost in a Sherry Pie storyline or whatever. So there's a, yeah. it's, they're long. Each video is pretty easy. This video is almost five minutes long. Five minutes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you have some time. So you want to describe the look, talk about the look. Uh, and I'm going to press it. I'm just going to let it go. And then uh, I'll, I'll, I'll announce. <clears throat> I'll announce each person as they walk down the runway. Are you ready? Okay. Oh wait, wait. Okay, so we're doing each each like all lady ballers, all yep. basketball wives, yep. all okay. Yep. And right all now right. the first so look. I did I just kind of did I wrote everybody as a check, a plus or a minus. Well you can talk about so it. So that Okay. Here all right. we go. The first category is Lady Ballers. First up is Jackie Cox. Good job, All right, Taylor. Jackie Cox yeah. comes out as a lacrosse player with uh, beavers uh, on her shirt. She looks very lesbian-esque. Um, it's it's an okay look. It's a little on the nose for me. I thought it's it served its point. It told a story. Next, Nikki Doll. A story, so. All right, Nikki Doll it came out in a black bodysuit that is sequined with, a, with football padding on. As I said earlier, I thought it was very editorial. I liked the use of the bracelets and the thigh-high boots. I thought the whole look was a very total look, and I liked her makeup as well, where she had very extended uh, lashes and stuff on. Well, check or minus, or what was it? Uh, she was a... Both checks. Okay, both of them Didn't were checks. Didn't wow me, but thought really good. Aiden Zane. 
Aiden Zane came out in a League of Our Own outfit, uh, very much with a skirt with black socks and shoes. Uh, I did not like this outfit at all. Um, I did like her hair, though. But as I thought her makeup and the look was a little too plain, even though the queens and Untalked were talking about how great the look was. And even the judges were. I didn't get it. What do you give it? Uh, minus. Next, Rockem Sakura. Rockem Sakura came out in like a mustard yellowed bodysuit and then had a ball of twine that she spun around. Um, I thought the look, I agreed with the judges from the top up. I thought the look was really smart. I even liked the bloody nose that she had as part of it. But the look down, it was a little boring. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. All right, so you give it a what? Uh, I gave this look a, a check. All right, a check. Next down the runway, we have uh, Jada Essence Hall. Jada came out in a basketball outfit, very WNBA, similar to Jackie. I mean, it served the point, but I thought it was a little on the nose. It wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my least favorite. I gave this look a check. A check. All right. No, I gave that look a minus. I apologize. Oh, I gave you gave it a minus. minus. Oh, okay. I yeah. kind of liked it, but all right. You're, you know, you're mean. All right. <laughs> Next down the runway, we are going to have Britta. Britta came out in a baseball-inspired outfit with the stitching, uh, the red stitching on all of the white, pulling something out of her mouth that nobody really knows what it was. Yeah. I thought it was. I gave this look a minus. I thought it was way too bulky. Um, not well constructed. Bulky Bartarkovich. I gave it a minus what crystal method crystal method. This was one of my two favorite looks. I loved the idea of it again, very much telling a story. I loved that. It was very inspired. I love that. She toned down the makeup. She was listening to notes. I love the color combination of the light pink and the electric blue. She looked beautiful. She looked great. Uh, one of my two favorite looks from this category. So she gets a plus. All right. Next Jan. Jan came out in a soccer-inspired outfit, uh, very kind of Cruella DeVille, also kicking the soccer ball down the runway. I initially gave this look a check, but I think I'm actually going to give this look a plus. I kind of like it. It's oh. sort of soccer warrior queen. Uh, it was it was fun. It was a very fun look, and it spoke to what the challenge was without just being a basic like soccer uniform. All right. Very good. Next down the runway, we have Heidi in Closet. Heidi in Closet came out in a golf uh, WPGA-inspired outfit. Uh, again, a little on the nose and kind of looked like stuff that you could just buy at a sports authority if they were still around. Mm -hmm. um, I liked the use of the heels, but and I thought that she looked pretty, but it wasn't. It didn't really like wow me. And the padding seems a little off, so it just gets a check for me. A check. That's why she didn't mention her video. And Widow Von Du. Widow Von Du came out in a jockey outfit, um, similar to... We've seen a lot of jockeys this this season and on Drag Race. Mm -hmm. um, I thought she looked very pretty. Um, it was all done in a velour outfit. There's something about the way Widow wears pants where she kind of wears them over the, over the, the belly that I'm not necessarily a huge fan of, but it, I thought she looked great. I gave this look a, a check. All right, and finally, we have uh, Gigi Good. Tell us about this look. Gigi Good came out in a Heathers-inspired croquet outfit. She looked fucking amazing with this. Um, it looked a little cosplay to me, but I thought she looked beautiful, and I thought that if she's doing cosplay related to Heathers, she pretty much did it spot on. Um, and she was also very playful with it while she was doing it. This was one of my two pluses of this category. All right. I thought she looked great. 
Now she's the last one in this category, Taylor. Let she me ask is. you this: who? So who? Are, who is your top toot of this category? My top toot would be Crystal. Crystal oh, Meth. really? Your top two? Yeah, be- between between her because I thought Crystal spoke. Uh, Crystal, you know, Gigi's was great, but Gigi's looked like it was pulled from the movie. Mm-hmm. Versus uh, Crystal's looked like it was completed to tell the story. So before you start the next look, mm-hmm. part of the issue is I it is really laggy to me, and I feel like I'm a couple seconds behind. Mm-hmm. So that's why with Jackie, I wasn't talking at first because I didn't see anything. All right. Well, here we go. Next okay. one coming on the runway is Jackie Cox. Jackie Cox came out in a white-inspired Basketball Wives. She looked very Kardashian. She actually looked kind of like Cher to me. I thought the outfit was really pretty. It didn't scream Basketball Wives to me. Mm-hmm. My issue with Jackie is her nose is not symmetrical, and she has to be careful with the contouring with that because there are times that it actually – when she Nikki Doll. It accentuates her nose. Nikki, but Jackie was a plus. Nikki doll, this I they talked about how much they like this look. I did not like it. It was black and red with a big ostrich feather jacket and a beret. Um, I, I wasn't necessarily really overwhelmed by this look like I was hoping to be. Not my favorite. I gave this look a minus actually. Aiden Zane. Aiden Zane looked like what is the name of the woman? Is it Evangeline? The woman that's in New York. In, in Los oh, Angeles. Angeline. Angeline. Okay, Angeline. That is what she reminded me of. Um not a great look. This does not say basketball wives at all. It looked very just trashy to me. Oh. Leopard, big blonde hair, red Rock shoes. M. Sakura. Rock M. Sakura came out in a gold uh, micro mini with a large chest plate and platinum blonde hair. She looked beautiful. Um, I agree with what the judges say that her padding in her butt was definitely off. It looked like two loaves of bread. But I thought that she looked very pretty and it was outside of her comfort zone for what she normally does. Jada Essence Hall. Jada looked very, uh, very much a basketball wives, very much real housewives going to a function of some sort. I thought she looks beautiful. I liked the burgundy dress along going along with the burgundy fur. Um, I gave this look, though, a check, though. It didn't really wow me, but I thought it was very pretty. And I think it's something that we expect to see from Jada. All right. Very good. Uh, Britta. Britta came out in a lemon yellow. It looked almost like a bodysuit with a sheer dress over top with a platinum blonde, uh, a dirty platinum blonde off the, off the one shoulder wig um, with big diamondy. Not, not a good look. She's it's minus. <laughs> wow. Crystal Method. Crystal Method came out like a Paris Hilton sort of outfit with a long pink, uh, a pink dress. Looked like it was almost like a leather with long, long hair. Again, I like that we're seeing something different of Crystal. I did not like the hair, though. It looked very, the the wig looked thirsty to me. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought that, again, I like the fact that she's doing different things with the makeup. Jan. Uh, so she gets a check. Jan is it i did not like jan's look it was just sort of like a like a sweatsuit that was spangled with a turtleneck um she looked i guess she did serve the perp, the point of basketball wives realness so in that regard she gets a check for me but not necessarily a favorite look of mine i would have liked to have seen something different from her all right very good next we have heidi in closet Heidi gets a plus for me. I love this look. This looks very um, going to a Sunday afternoon luncheon Mm -hmm. um, to be all in white. I thought she looked really, really pretty. I liked her hair. Her makeup was almost understated in some ways. And I thought that her padding looked great. And I was really, really, really liking it. I love the glasses. Everything about it is good. So she gets a plus for me. All right. Oh, I must have. uh, Oh, 
We're gonna we lost Widow Von Du and um Huh. Alright. I don't know how I made that mistake. That made sense. I'm like, why is it so short? Okay, well well Yeah. Do you wanna give your Widow Von Du and Gigi good thoughts right now? I don't remember what Widow and Gigi had on. Oh, no, I remember Gigi had the the skins the skinned um, the snakeskin jacket with the collar pulled high and the black hair. I gave that look a check. Uh, I initially didn't like it, but when they showed it again, I did kind of like it a little bit more. Widow, I don't remember what she wore, but I know I gave her a plus. So I know it was one of my favorite looks. I don't remember what it was though. I think when I got rid of Sherry Pie, I accidentally eliminated all the other ones. All right. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Balls to the Wall Eleganza. Are you ready? Uh, yes. This one does have I all am. of them. This one does have all of them. All right, here we go. Okay. First up, we have Jackie Cox. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop, I'm... stop. Who was your top toot of uh, Basketball Wife Realness? I would say I liked of the pluses. I don't remember what Widow had on, so it might have been Widow. I, you know what? I think I do remember. I think I remember of the, all of them. I liked Widows the best. I had the most re- visceral reaction when I saw hers compared to everybody else's. Um, so I would say Widow was probably my favorite look, right, even though go. I can't remember right now what it was. Okay, I'm starting the clock again. Jackie Cox. Here we go. I'm not seeing video. Oh, sorry, I forgot to share it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. Everyone should know there's a, you know, if you're not on Patreon, you're missing this high quality content where I, we can actually look at the looks as uh, as we're doing it. And so that is what he didn't see. But if you go to Patreon, well, this one is, you have to be at the exclusive tier to watch me and Taylor record the show. All right, here we go. Jackie Cox. All right, Jackie Cox is coming out in a blue plastic ensemble where she's taken the panels of a soccer ball and used those to accentuate um, the off-the-shoulder look. Uh, she definitely likes her aesthetic of the 60s. That's very much what this was, but I think it is beautiful. I love all of the metallic colors. She got a plus for me. Oh, Jackie Cox getting a plus from Taylor the Latte Boy. Next up, we're going to see uh, the looks from Nikki Doll. Nikki Doll came out with all koosh balls and um, little uh, cotton balls. Uh, the outfit, the colors are similar to something Evie oddly did last season, which is all brights, oranges and reds and purples and yellows. Uh, I gave this look a check. Uh, no, I didn't. I gave this look a plus. I like it. Um, there is something kind of crafty about it, but I love that color combination. Right, Next ne- up, we have Aiden Zane, yeah. who came out in, as we talked about the referee style corset and panties. This was a negative for reasons that we've talked about the entire time. It just was not a good look. I initially gave this actually looked a check, but the more I think about it, the more that I I don't like it. I bet it's it's way too simple and not not enough. All right. Very good. Next we have Rock M Sakura. I love Rockham. This look was way too much. This look yeah. was a mess. Um there's just too much going on and this is an example of ad editing editing could have made this where this could have been a top look but unfortunately it was just there was it, it just you don't know where to look and where to stop looking and so unfortunately Rockham, i'm sorry but this is a this is a negative for me i'm gonna this pause a, this, this right here because i saw this topic come out on reddit which is isn't this drag though that there's sometimes the show tries to be too couture when that rock is really doing drag well but i think a ball uh, to me the idea of a ball is where it's supposed to be. There's supposed to be some couture to it. Okay. It's supposed to be. And the problem with this dress was this dress was messy. All right. If, if she had done something similar to, hold on, don't don't hit play yet. I'm going to hit play. Because I right do want to add one thing. Yeah. So 
I think that if she had done something to where the balls had been, you know, similar to where she did all of the tool, you know, the tool is kind of drag because it's big and it was loud, but there was something editorial about it and there was something very fitted to it versus if she had just wrapped herself in tool, similar to what we saw with like Soju last season. Mm -hmm. That was just a mess as well. Whereas this, I think if she had edited in some ways. Now, that being said, her hair and makeup with this episode, particularly this look, was the most gorgeous that we have seen Rockham, I think, the entire time she was on the show. Guys, I apologize for hitting pause. All right, here we go. Next, it's Jada Essence Hall. <laughs> Jada came out with a series of white balls to kind of look like a bubble, or it was almost like a bubble bath sort of look. She had her hair done in a wrap to keep keep it from getting wet. I didn't realize that she had uh, glued little diamonds to herself to look almost like drops, droplets of water or droplets mm-hmm. of crystals. I, I was worried about this look when she was making it, but I think she looks beautiful. Uh, this got a plus for me. I thought it was really great. It was a really great Britta. idea. Oh, God. Um, this is yellow and green. It's a corn apple look, according to the, the, the judges, judges panel. It just was a mess. It doesn't even make sense aesthetically from what a pineapple is. You know, when you think about Manila had that great pineapple look uh, back in season three, and you could tell it was a pineapple immediately by looking at it. This was just colors that were just kind of splashed together. Citrusy colors, not a good look. Minus for me. Oh, wow. Very good. All right. Coming next down the runway, we're going to have ourselves uh, Crystal Method. Crystal came out with a bunch of uh, almost like uh, vending machine balls or bouncy balls with sort of a clown aesthetic. Um, I thought she looked great. I loved the the lavender colored wig. I thought that this is she is somebody that could have really overdone it, similar to the way Rockham did, but she didn't. She held back a little bit, and I think that she, the colors all match. She looks great. She gets a plus for me. Oh wow, very good. All right, lots of lots of pluses. This one I oh. liked a lot of these. Oh really, Jan? Jan, I loved this look. I love this look with the vinyl blue balls. I love that she blew the blue the big blue bubble. Um, everything about it was was high fashion to me. Mm-hmm. This felt very Vivian Westwood to me back from the nineties. Mm-hmm. I, I just everything about it was just super super beautiful. I love that she she just looked amazing. A plus for me. All right, next Heidi in closet. Heidi in closet. Uh, this is, okay, as much as I loved Jan, I did not like Heidi's look. Um, I don't really get what it's supposed to be. I know that she sort of had the ball fringe mm-hmm. that she sort of took with things. She took one of those expanding and contracting balls and put it around her head um, with a weird knit thing around her. I just, I didn't like it. Uh, it's all sort of a teal and purple. This look, it's a minus from me. Widow Von Du. Widow Von Du came out in sort of a cone type thing with a bunch of little balls attached to it, uh, looking very sort of warrior-esque. It was okay. This was one of the few check marks that I got. I liked the color combination of all the neutral colors with the browns and the grays and the whites and the tans. But it was it was interesting. Excuse me. It was interesting, but not anything super great. And the shoes are horrible. GG good. Gigi Good gets a plus for me. I love this look. Um, I love that it was a basic white look with big billowy sleeves with a high neck collar. And then she attached all of these little cotton ball or these little sort of twine balls all around her that were various colors. She looked like trick cereal, but she did the way that she combined everything where she started off very strong at the top and then they all just sort of slowly graduate, you know, got gradual at the bottom. I thought everything about this was great. I thought this was high editorial fashion. She looked amazing. Plus for me. All right. Very good. What was your top two of the, of the, that look? Um, I, this is a hard one. Cause I really liked a lot of these. I think if I had to say my top two, I'm going to say 
I'm going to say top three, and those are Gigi, Jan, and Crystal are my top three of this particular one. If I had to pick one of those as my favorite, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Crystal. I think Crystal was, was my favorite because I think Crystal showed that she can edit when she needs to and really have it where it was a beautiful piece that spoke to what the challenge was. So Crystal Crystal Method is my top toot of that particular uh And particular who's the top toot of the week? All right. Uh, I think it's... I'm going to say... I'm going to give it to Crystal. I feel like I don't give Crystal enough love here. So I'm going to I'm going to give it to Crystal this this week. I, th- I really liked the clown up and I thought it was fun and I thought she looked really, really great. And I also liked her Lady Ballers look, too. All right. Very good. And that is the looks. OK, the looks, the looks. Those are the looks. Okay, over on the main stage, Jackie, Crystal, Jan, Heidi, Sherry, and Widow are named safe. Meanwhile, Jada Essence Hall, Gigi Good, and Nikki Dahl are in the top three, while Britta, Aiden Zane, and Rock M. Sakura are in the bottom. After the deliberations, Rude tells Aiden, much to everyone's surprise, that she's safe, leaving Rock and Britta to face off in a lip-sync challenge battle, not challenge, for their lives. The song S&M by Rihanna. Despite doing four splits, Rockham's try-hard energy wasn't enough to save the day, and she was asked to sashay away. Taylor the Latte Boy, any final thoughts on the episode? My thoughts are this. Sure. I think Rockham I think Rockham kind of knew almost immediately that she 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 kind of gave up on herself before mm-hmm. the song even started. Sure. Because the look on her face as she was trying to rip the bottom of that skirt off was panic and as a result i think that's why she gave every where she literally left things on the runway mm-hmm. um left left everything on the runway i was doing all of those splits and everything which were amazing to watch and i think even with that level of panic mm-hmm. she did a better job than britta did with uh with lip syncing mm-hmm. now they've talked about there's almost a guaranteed elimination if you take off your wig or take off your shoes mm-hmm. right yeah, I think there needs to be a third thing added to that, and Wait, I think take that off if your the shoes. Is, Wait, take off your shoes. I think I've, I've heard I've heard that said before. Don't take off your shoes. Don't take off your wigs. Okay. So because we've we've seen that happen before, where girls take off their shoes and then it gets ruined. But particularly mm-hmm. with wigs, my feeling is if a queen is in the middle of doing a stunt, and you walk in front of her and stand in front of her, a la Mimi, I'm first. Mm-hmm. That should be up for an immediate elimination. There should yeah. be a level of respect. For these, for when these queens are doing this to one another, or if you're doing it, you're doing it for a split second, and because you're walking across stage, the whole thing at the end where she, where Rockham was literally in the middle of a split, and Britta stood in front of her, was gross to me, and I think that that is one of those things that it just speaks to a disrespect to what you're doing. It, it, it. There, there's a bloodthirstiness there that I don't like in my queens. You know, I, I want for the queen. I, if, you, if you are that worried about what the other queen is doing. Turn up what you're doing. Don't try to block the view of the other queens. It's gross. It's just, you, it's just a gross action. Don't you think that was sort of a, a common thing in the early, at least seasons one and two, maybe even in the season three? That was a, that was a frequent yeah. thing in the lip syncs then. 
Well, but I think that, that that was definitely the last time that we really, really saw that was when Mimi picked up India in mm-hmm. season three. I feel yeah. like it's happened a little bit in the past, but where we're going to literally stand, where we're going to like, we're, we're focused on where the other person is so we can get in front of them and throw our arms out really big. Yeah. So that way we just can't see the other person. It's, I, I don't Listen, like it. Now, us New York queens play real fucking dirty, queen. You want to see an th- arm <laughs> thrown in front of your face? I'll throw many arms in front of your face because I'm an octopus. She split her legs. That's a good thing. Wait, I didn't break her fucking legs doing yeah. all those flip moves and everything, leaving those balls all over the place. That's a good thing I picked up those balls and threw them around. She could have had her balls thrown all over the place if I had my way about it. And let me tell you this. You don't complain about people taking off their shoes. She's wearing cement shoes at the bottom of the Hudson River. <laughs> <laughs> because us New York queens know how to do it, Taylor. We are going to win. She's going to it's going to be hard to eat singing that song if she's going to be eating my fucking yeah. gun. <laughs> All I want from you is your voice. <laughs> the only way to really get what you want is to become a human yourself. Anyway. <laughs> oh my dear, but that's what I do what i live for you have your looks <laughs> your pretty face and don't ever forget, forget about the oh shit what is the line don't, don't ever forget the, the importance power of, of body of language body language <laughs> <laughs> all right uh we have a couple of questions taylor here All in right. the chat. Let's see what they are here. Uh, the first one is from uh, Nicholas Alexander Springham. He asks, clearly they're still editing Sherry Pie out of confessionals and story, but who do you think is getting more airtime as a result? I feel like we're getting extra Jan, another white extra queen from New York City. What do you think about that, Taylor? Uh, I could see Jan is definitely getting some more love. Uh I feel like we're seeing a little bit more Heidi in closet than we might have seen before. I mean, Heidi's got had some great confessional moments, but I feel like we're getting even more of those probably because Sherry's not being involved mm-hmm. as much. I feel like I'm seeing a lot of Sherry. I keep forgetting what Jada looks like as a boy. Like when they show Jada in the work, I'm like, who's that? Because they don't seem to be showing any confessionals of hers at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they show very little. I think Britta's getting more time and they're trying to shape her up to be sort of like the villain of the season. Maybe she always was going to be. But mm-hmm. uh, she's getting a lot of uh, time, too, I think. But what's funny yeah. is I was reading Reddit last night, and there's there are some complaints that they feel Jan's getting erased in the season. Not that she's getting more airtime. They feel that she's getting overlooked. She's kind of getting like a candy hoe at it, uh, that we're not getting a lot of Jan. I don't agree with that. I feel like we're getting a lot. I feel like we're getting, when you consider there's still, at this point, this episode, there were 12 girls. And... You know, minus one for confessionals. I feel like I saw a lot of Jan last night and they talked about her being a soccer player and mm-hmm. then they showed pictures of her and stuff. I don't necessarily get that. I don't get the candy ho at it. Yeah. Um, you know, but part of that is also I like I like looking at Jan as a boy. Jan as a boy is very cute to me. So maybe that's when I, I sort of see her in the background. I get a little excited. All right. Uh next, um I would almost say to that, the one that we're that one that's getting candy hoed out as far as confessionals go, is Gigi. I feel like we're not seeing a lot of Gigi confessionals. We're still not seeing a lot of Gigi confessionals. Oh, I think we see some. I, I, I'm not seeing a lot of Jackie Cox. Yeah, I feel like she was in the confessionals in the beginning, but that's, yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, there's a question I deleted. Don't be offended, but we can't really do spoiler kind of things on here, so I got rid of that. And then the other two okay. questions have nothing to do with the show. So okay, well, yeah. So that's those are the questions. <laughs> People are asking me like random questions on there, like <clears throat> very bizarre. Okay, uh, anything else, Taylor? Did, did we miss everything? Have we gotten anything? We we talked about Jan Gain the edit. Um, People are people feel a lot of people do not like Britta online. I know a lot of the talk is uh, Britta not. They're, they're, a lot of people are hating Britta, so she's yeah. definitely getting the villain edit. And what's funny I'm, is, go ahead. Sorry, no, go ahead, go ahead. I know we weren't going to talk about Sherry Pie, but in the body of the show, but I do think it's so weird how Sherry Pie got a lucky break in that all these bars are closed down, so people can't congregate uh, to boo her whenever she's on. And yeah. um, they've they've done a, they've they've done a really good job of just removing her from the storyline of the show. Like you hardly, she just doesn't exist. I mean, she she'll make comments when she has to, but they've done a really good job just sort of smoothly taking her out to the point where um, people are just gonna be like kind of meh about her. I yeah, think. So. she was she was. It's funny how she's in the beginning where they're talking with her the first during the mini challenge mm-hmm. and. You sort of are like, why is she here? Why, like, why is she talking? She shouldn't be talking right now. And you get that. You get that. You almost at the beginning, I'm getting that nervous of, okay, how much are they going to be edited at, or is this something we're going to have to look at her a lot? Because anytime she's on, that's all I think about when I see her. Even when she's coming down the runway, mm-hmm. you know that that's kind of all. That's all you think about when you see her. Mm-hmm. So I, I am curious. They have done a really good job, and I've also noticed that when even with the mini challenge. They only showed like the last three seconds of her. They didn't. They didn't take her entire dance thing. Whereas they showed like the other ones. They just kind of cut to her at the very end and then finishing up before the music started. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's call it a day there, uh, Taylor. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12. So, for Taylor the Latte Boy and myself, sashay away until next week. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drag Race Recap. If you want access to more Season 12 content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can follow Taylor the Latte Boy on Twitter and Instagram at Taylor. Follow Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. The theme song was written by Lucian Piani and arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>